Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, we're all good. Okay, great. So, Amy, uh, one bonus thing that you get to do is uh, I start every episode by saying, start the party, Dan, and you get to decide how I say it. Uh, oh, so it can be like, like a, the tone of voice or like a uh, character, a mood, the context of it. Yeah. yeah, it can be anything. Okay. I would like you to say, start the party like the most basic bitch you've ever seen in your life, but she wants to murder the guy that she's talking, who she's saying it to. Oh my God. Oh, whoa. Okay. This should, you could do this, I think. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I can do it. Okay. Okay. Do you think first time? We'll see. <laughs> Start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should've just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Oh my god! Was that good? Yeah, that was great. Okay, sweet. Oh Thanks. god. Okay, good. I, I mean, part I felt of like the, I had to do the. the I had like a little. Yeah, hand the thing. visual. I think it helps us helps, for yeah. sure. But I think the listeners will appreciate it. Hell yeah! Well, yeah. that's great. I like that one. Yeah. That was actually one of the more fun ones specific, I've got to do. Yeah. Thank you. Very specific. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number one hundred and fifty-three. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And uh, our guest this week, uh, as you can maybe tell by her excellent suggestion for my. Uh, uh, opening there is a, a comedian and an actor. Uh, you may have seen her in uh, the Mighty Ducks Game Changer series. You may know her from the Ryan and Amy show. Amy Goodmurphy is here. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. This is wonderful. I, uh, you know, I, I watched every episode of Mighty Ducks Game Changers, so I feel a little bit uh, starstruck right now. You know, <laughs> well, was, uh... The five minutes that they included of, of Jane and I. <laughs> We'll do that to a person. It yeah. will. Yeah, it I was it. it was wonderful. I because it felt like um, so that's a good you bring that up that you're only in it for a very short amount of time. Did you film more scenes? Because it felt like you and Jane were in a lot of the like, you know, you guys were posting photos from set and you it seemed like you were very involved in the shooting of it for like, you know, yeah, for really only kind of having one episode in particular that you were sort of featured in. Totally. Yes. We, we were in, a there were a bunch of other scenes that didn't make it. Uh, and it, yeah, we, that's all we talked about. And we're, we never know, right. What they're going to put at the end of the day. So we're sitting there watching, we're like, we're in this one. And then all of a sudden it's like a minute before it ends. And we're like, okay, we're not in this one. We're not, <laughs> they took us out. They didn't want us in this one. And then how many times like Jane and I laugh now because we spent so much time, typical comedians coming up with like zingers, like really good, like, you know, quick bits to the end of the scene and none of them made the show. So <laughs> yeah, we don't have room for jokes here on this no, program. This is like... much more serious. <laughs> this is the this mighty is not ducks. About you. 
Yeah. <laughs> you are helping the story along, Amy and Jane. Stop trying to make your parts bigger. It's sort of like that with Block Party because I'll listen back to an episode and Dan has like cut me out of the entire thing. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I'm I always, yeah. I, well, I'm going over it with Dan always. Yeah. I'm always like, well, you know, he kind of said something really stupid there. Let's get easy. Yeah. He's always trying to make jokes. I mean, if that's the bar the I have to queer, like, I'm shocked I'm in any episode at all. That's true. Yeah. It isn't, though. This is our own show. So know, that's yeah. why you can kind of fuck around and be an idiot. That's great. You wouldn't last on Mighty Ducks Game Changers. No, on like a professional thing. Like, yeah, no. you'd be. Yeah, I would actually love to see you try to act in something. I mean, I can, I, I could act. I think you think so. I acted well. I acted in high school. I don't know if that counts for anything. <laughs> in but. what? Well, let's let's do it. Let's yeah. let's put it to the test. I'll give you a, a character to okay. say a sentence, and then okay. I'm a casting director, <laughs> okay. and you're in an audition right now. Okay. Because <clears throat> you're saying you can do it, right? So you're good at it. Well, he said it really quickly too, Amy. Like yeah, he, was he was very so confident that he could. That do was it. acting. I was I was playing a confident <laughs> person. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I want you to say, you know what? It's just not working out for me. And I think you should leave. Okay. Okay. You Did- know what? It's just not working out for me. I think you should leave. And I want you to say that like you have had to go to the bathroom so badly for the last four hours. Okay. But also say it sort of like in a Sylvester Stallone type energy, <laughs> but like with an Oscar. No. <laughs> Yeah, Oscar De La Hoya, like, urgency. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, I can't do the accent, can I? No, don't do the accent. Okay. I don't, she was saying, I don't think that's what she was going for with the Sylvester Stallone. No, it's Stallone's, just like the energy. The energy. Or, the, or Oscar De La Hoya. I can't do that. Yeah, it's the energy, not the voice. And, and, yeah. and uh, the line was, you it's know just what? Not working It's out just not for working you, out for me. For me. I think, I you, think should, you should leave. You should yeah. leave. Yeah. Okay, and action. You know what? I, oh, fuck. <laughs> See, it's hard. It is. It is. I feel like for Sylvester Stallone or Oscar De La Hoya, I think it would be very easy for them. But okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back to this later. No, no, you got to You got to We'll give you another chance. But I feel like okay. It's just the energy. Don't let the don't. And this is the point of the exercise: is right. sometimes casting literally sends you like yes. the most ridiculous breakdowns. And you're like, I don't know <laughs> what you want me to do. And then you're thinking of the, yeah, how Sylvester Stallone talks. Right. But, but, that's it, it, but it's mean. more like the the pacing of how he talks maybe. Than how, but maybe. who knows? Like, it's up to you. It's, yeah. You got to decide. Because I, I love it yeah. too, Amy. Like the, my favorite thing is when you'll get a commercial. Yeah. Uh, and you'll get like the sides for a commercial. And then it, you'll have like one line and it's about like buying car insurance or something. And they're like casting Leonardo DiCaprio type, you know, or whatever. And you're like, this is for fucking car insurance. What are we, what so are we talking about? Is something, here? is something like that, uh, insanely specific. That's more just to see how you take direction than anything else, I guess. Or, you know, I think it's a bunch of things. I think it really, de- it's always interesting. Like whoever's writing it, it's, they want you to make it sometimes they don't know what they're looking for. So they like sort of put that pressure on you. They give you, that's them thinking that they're giving you a little bit of something to make it your own. And then once they see it, they'll know that's what, that's what they want. Right. So sometimes though, you're just getting those breakdowns. Yeah. Like I said, like same thing or a one-liner and there's this huge thing about it. And you're like, just book me off my headshot. Just look at my face (laughs) and know that I can say, Hey, I need that insurance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I agree. So, don't yeah, make don't make me hard. drive into your studio to say this one line. Well, and sometimes for commercials, you don't even have a line. 
So you drive yeah. down to the audition. So you got to go there. You fucking park. You got to wait there or whatever. And then they'll put you in front of the camera and you don't have a line in this commercial it's just standing there. Yeah, like- it's like like I've done ones. A lot of ones you'll get. And I'm sure, Amy, it's the same for you. A lot of ones are like coupley ones. So it'll be mm. like you and a girl. And it's like you got to put your arm around them like you're standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon or so. It's like imagine you and your partner are looking out at the Grand Canyon. So they they drive you drive down to the studio. You go in whatever. Yeah. And then they're just like, yeah, say your name and your height. And uh, what's like one fun fact about you or something? And they're like, I'm John Cullen. I'm six feet tall. Uh, I'm also a stand up comedian or whatever. And then like, okay, now here's a girl you've never met. Put your arm around her. And pretend you're looking at the Grand Canyon. Then you do that. And then they're like, all right, see ya. And you're like, I didn't need to be here for this. We didn't need to, you know, I agree. Book me off my headshot. Does my, does my face look good? Good enough. You know? Yeah. You know, I can put my arm around someone and look out into the abyss. Yeah. It's not hard anyway. And yeah, like I've only done one commercial, but the one commercial I got, we all, I also, we did like 30 takes. So it's like, even if you think <laughs> I suck. Is that the one where you're in like the forest? Yeah, that I got and you cut see the, out of. you see the back of your head. Though, yeah. Right? No. Oh, Amy, <laughs> Amy. I know all about this story. Don't even, I'm, I am so mad. <laughs> this, is a, this is a sore Tell spot. Me. Well, okay. So, so I did this commercial and it was for Benjamin Moore Paint. And uh, it was a national ad, right? It was a oh. global ad. Oh. So yes, it was global with stills. And so I was like, and this is the first I had just gotten an agent. So what happened was I was at just for laughs that summer and my agent also represents a few comedians in town. And he was at just for laughs to watch one of the other comedians. And he saw me do comedy and he was like, do you have an agent? And I was like, no. And he's like, okay, why don't you just like come in, try out for commercials? So first commercial I ever auditioned for, I book, which is absurd. I've I've not booked anything since. So I was here. I am in my mind. I'm like, I'm, I'm on a fucking roll. I'm going to book everything in history. Uh, but I, so I, so I booked this commercial. So yeah, so we have to, so we drive out to Lynn Valley. And so the, the conceit of the commercial was that you were, um, it was like Benjamin Moore paints, like bring things back to life. Like we, our colors are so vibrant, whatever our paints bring things back to life. Yeah. So, you're, so you're at a pet cemetery. In the so forest. I was at a, almost, yeah. we were, so it was me and this other guy and we were pretending that we had just seen a dodo bird in the forest. So that was the, like, so we kind of, so we're standing behind this tree and they had fully like pumped mist into Lynn Valley to make it look like a, like a Vietnamese jungle or something. Like it was just like crazy. So we get, so we're hiding behind a tree. We pop our head out from the tree. We push a branch back and then we both act shocked. Like, oh my God, we've just seen this dodo bird. So the, so yeah. So if you're not familiar with how commercials work, uh, or or at least non-union commercials, they pay you a buyout fee uh, to license using that commercial for a year. And so the more places it's aired, the more money you make. So this being a global commercial, like I was probably going to make, I don't know, maybe 15 grand off of doing this like one day of work in this commercial, which is crazy. And so my agent was like, it took like three months for them to edit it, for this commercial to come out. And my agent was like, I was asking him about it. And he was like, oh yeah. He's like, I saw the final cut of the commercial. You're in it. Like once you're in it, you're great. And we'll get you paid in like a month or two. I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then they made one more final edit and cut my fucking face out of it. They cut my face out of it. But the back of your head is in it. No. Yeah, it's like my body. So you can see. So so it's a guy in front of me 
he pushes the branch <laughs> away so that the so what it was was he would push the branch away and i'm facing another direction and then he taps me and, and turn. i turn around right. and i then i see it and i'm like holy shit so you can see him pull the branch back you can see him tap me <laughs> And then it cuts to something else. I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, did you just fuck up on the turn? I, I must have. I must have fucked up the turn. Yeah. yeah. He was so bad on the turn. Yeah. They just, they couldn't keep it. He, he, he turned around. It. You had a bunch of food on your face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they told me to do a Sylvester Stallone yeah. turn and it was a little too much Chris Pratt and yeah. not enough Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> so yeah. you knew it. You knew I knew it. it. I knew it. I'm like, I know why they cut me. I understand this. Oh yeah. God. So yeah, that was a tough yeah. one. That was wow. a tough one to take. This is uh, a, I got to say, this is my favorite time of year to record a uh, block party at, at, at John's apartment because he got, I mean, you, this is two years in a row now, I guess you've done this, right? Uh, or three years, yeah. maybe. I think I skipped last year. Right. Last year, because we, we were locked down. We yeah. Couldn't, we couldn't record in person. So it's been two years. But uh, Amy, John got like 250 Lindor balls. Oh my you God. You can see them right here. And it's just like, I mean, I look forward to it every week now. Like it's, it's I'm incredible. so mad that I'm not there. Why did I, I screw this up? You never told me. <laughs> well, sorry. I know. Uh, well, I obviously invited you here to record, but I guess I should have I told know, you, you that we had. Cho- you're right. I didn't talk about the chocolate. Yeah. yeah. You didn't say there was 250. There's not that many. It's about 170. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty oh, close okay. to 250. <laughs> It's not enough. It's not yeah. enough for me to come. And I knew it wouldn't be. That's why I didn't even yes. bring it up. Yeah. I'm like, you I've heard me. I've heard about Amy Good Murphy. She wow. is two fifty or more. You went to the Lint like like Yeah, outlet there's store. an outlet. There's a Lint outlet store, and a couple times a year they will put a they'll put a sale on where it's a it's a hundred and fifty Lindors for forty dollars. Oh wow. And uh they have this box you can see here. It looks like a like a Timbits box, like a donut hole box. It's or massive. It's massive. And so it's technically 150, but they do it by weight. So there's more. So there's, th- like so there's more. Yeah. You just yeah. you just throw it in there until you fill the box, basically. And it's certainly more than 150. Any and I asked you this thing on Discord. I'm not sure if you knew, but I don't think a- there's any, any new flavors. flavors. I th- I don't think so, except for double chocolate, maybe. I think that might be double the chocolate. Yeah. You can see it. It's wow. right there if you want to try it. It's the r- kind of it. reddish one. Uh no, on the edge there, Stefan. That one right there. Yep. Okay. I don't like the caramel ones. I don't get I don't oh, like the really? I like the caramel one. Like the dark chocolate caramel sea salt is probably my favorite. I like the the white chocolate one. The white chocolate one is good. There's also like a chocolate one with a white chocolate center. So it's like a kinder surprise almost. That one's really good. Oh my God. Chew on a plastic surprise in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. There's a small toy in the middle. The double chocolate is incredible. I mean, it just tastes like more Lindor basically. Yeah. So like the, I think what it is, is it's meant to sort of almost be like a fudgy type Mm. center. That's the Mm -hmm. double chocolate. Wow. What's oh your go-to, God. Amy? You said you don't like the caramel ones. What's your go-to, Lindor? I just like the straight-up milk chocolate ones. The red, I think it's with red, red. foil. Yeah, that's the red one. Mm-hmm. I, I love. That's it. That's all I want. Are you a mint chocolate person? Because there's a couple mint ones in here, too, that are really good. I've never... Okay, so this is a variety, variety pack. Well, yeah. you, can, you can grab whatever you want, basically, Yeah, right? so it's... Do it's, they grab it for you because no, of COVID no, you can, now? Or no, you, you can, can just grab whatever you want, yeah. So, because it's a it's the Lint store. So they have, like, literally have buckets, every type of... Right? Lint. Yeah, they yeah. just have them almost like a bulk candy aisle, and then you just fistful oh them out of there and God. throw them in the box. That's so fun. It's this, very this fun. is very Christmassy. Are you getting ready? This is a This is a holiday treat. Yeah. John and I, I think, are both, we're very Christmassy boys, I think. I love yeah. Christmas. I, like, I'm a big Christmas I'm, guy. I'm, I'm, I'm the type of guy, and I think you are too, on November 1st, it's Christmas. And I'll start decorating my apartment. I'll yeah. put oh, the, I'll put the tree up, I'll put the lights up, I'll put the, 
the Christmas decorations and stuff out. Like I, I fucking, I love it. It's great. Wow. And I know you're the same way. I'm a big Christmas yeah. guy. Well, my birthday's on Halloween. So, <laughs> so I, yeah, so it's a week from today. So, so I don't, I'm not quite November 1st cause I'm still in my like birthday. It's like, it's my birthday right. week, bitch. Yeah, like yeah. don't talk, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but like, uh, but then, yeah, I would say like mid November, we usually get the tree up and the decorations. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a oh, Chris, are so you a nice. Christmaser, Amy? I do like Christmas, but I'm not very organized. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I've been a four-year-old my whole life. Like, I just, I don't have anything like, I'm not like, okay, here, we're going to get organized and do it. My partner is really good at that. Um, getting stuff sort of sorted, but I would say we probably don't get a tree up until like mid December. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. I think I'm screwing up because I always love it when it goes up. I think I need to get organized and be an adult older woman. Yeah. Get my shit sorted. It's just such a nice atmosphere to yeah, like. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I realized, like, because I was so growing up, my family always had live Christmas trees. Yes. So of course you can't put those up until you know we'd go to a tree farm and cut down a tree or whatever. So yeah. and, you know, but, like apartments don't allow you to. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's just right. like a, a long way. It's, it's, it's a big thing. And with so, my cat and with Kiki now. Oh, like, you wouldn't be able yeah, to. We yeah, can't it's do crazy. It, yeah. So so my family. So when you have a live Christmas tree, you kind of can't do it until like mid December ish. You know, we do like December tenth ish kind of area. Yeah. But then like now that I have a fake tree, yeah, it's exactly that. It's like I just love the feeling of you Christmas. You just have it in storage. You just take it out, set it you up. You just take it like out, set minutes. it up, and yeah. you just, you're loving life. It's great. It's yeah. good. I love yeah. it. Because I was going to say, Amy, I feel like your background here, like you're saying you're very disorganized, but this looks, looks I mean, great. you've got flowers it, behind you. This is you've one of the plants. nicest Zoom backgrounds One of the seen, nicer Zoom backgrounds yeah. we've seen. So is this just all your partner is what you're saying? Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Or is it just like literally. in frame what we're seeing now is the organized stuff, and if you shifted the camera slightly, it would just be like- 100%. <laughs> okay. oh, so, so this is her and then shits everywhere over there. I can't show you. I, I would be dumped. I can't show you. I wouldn't really look in here. Okay. No, this but is you good. Know what? I will say, first of all, thank you so much. And You're secondly, welcome. I will say that yesterday we have a record, an old record player that my partner's dad gave to us. And it's really cool. And we love like for years we, yeah, would listen to records, but for the last th- two years, we've let it, it, something's wrong with it. It's broken. So we can't listen to records anymore. But four years ago, we bought this like vintage, awesome. There's only like seven Christmas songs on it. And they're like super old and they're amazing and lovely and feel good. And we were like, we thought about that. I was like, I'm going to play that fucking record this year and we're going to get the shit fixed. So yesterday we went to the record store and, uh, or sort of the, whatever electronic store. And this man is going to fix it. So we can listen to that goddamn record. So Christmas is coming early boys. Excellent. Hell yeah, girl. That's what we're talking Beautiful. about. You got spicy okay. there for a minute. I like that. Well, I need that record in my life. And now that I, I'm getting energy from you guys about yeah. your early Christmasing, and I'm going to do that this year. Check back with me. Okay. I know your listeners are going to be, they're going to be dying to know. They will. They, they will. will. Yeah. They'll want to check back. They'll want to check back. Okay. So we're going to need to see some Christmas displays on the Insta, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe, and just really... Because people are, yeah, people will check I'm in. I'm already listening to Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, it's the best. Aww. I mean, that's a year-round thing. I Charlie Brown me. Christmas. So my, my go-tos are, are obviously the Charlie Brown Christmas, yeah. Vince Guaraldi trio. And also, um, I think it's called It's a Holiday Party, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Oh, that's a great one. Really good. Yeah. Really good. Because yeah. it's like, it's all kind of like uh, like jazzy, yeah. soul. Old standards. Yeah. Hip-hop. Uh, ish like um, and then she also there's also and I've talked I know for sure I've talked about this in the pod before so I'm sorry if you've heard this already but she wrote a couple of her own songs on the record and one of them is called Big Bulbs 
and it's about having really big Christmas light bulbs, but it's most certainly about having big balls and it rocks. Like the chorus is like, baby, you got them big bulbs, baby, you got them big bulbs, baby, you got them big bulbs hanging in the Christmas tree tonight. And it's like, yeah, like Sharon Jones getting fucking horny on Christmas. That's so good. I talk about my love for big balls. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Bulbs. Bulbs. The other thing is that it's also, you don't hear people talk about big balls so often. No. It's usually more that you they're know, sort the, of the, 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 dick f- the forgotten man. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. Um, the Christmas, like seasonal candles as well. Oh yes. I mean, I'll have those, you know, earlier on too, but, and in like January, February, but like once you get the seasonal candle going in the apartment in like yes. November, it's just like, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. Yeah. You get like a, like, like a cranberry type one is always nice. Yeah. And then there's just also like a Christmas course, spice like the one. pine. Yeah, yeah. The Christmas spicy. Ugh. Oh, I really have a good. sensitivity to scent. Like oh. a really, I get like mini migraines in my nose yeah. to oh, cologne, no. laundry candles or anything. So I'm like the worst person ever for smell like our house jenny will light a candle and i'm like like three days i'll be like away on the road or something or doing something and i get home and i'm like you lit a fucking candle in here didn't you (laughs) (laughs) i lit it 72 hours ago (laughs) and i will know so yeah i don't get to partake in the good smells but i remember them yeah that's fair that's fair becca and i got these and i can't believe how well they work we got it's it's for when you have a fake tree and they're just these little sticks mm-hmm. and we just found them at home sense. They just come in like this tube. I think they were like five bucks or something. And we're like, oh, there's no way these are going to work. They're like these little sticks that are meant to make your fake tree smell like a real Christmas tree, like a pine smell. Oh. And and they come with little hooks on them. So you you hang them on your tree like they're ornaments but then it makes your house. And so we're like, okay, these are just, they're not going to last. They're going to be shitty. It's like five bucks at home since we have had the same tube for three years. Oh my God. Because wow. it, it's unbelievable. I got to get one of these. You can put one or two on your tree and they last the whole season. Wow. I'm not even joking. We know we don't have to replace them. Nothing. And it's amazing. It it doesn't even smell that fake. Like it smells like a real Christmas tree. It's awesome. Oh my God. We love them. I don't even know what, I don't know what they're called. I don't know the brand, but. I love you boys. I really just, you're so endearing. I just love you boys. I, okay. So I'm telling you, it has lasted three years. And then you, I gotta get one of those. I gotta get one of those. I really do. Yeah. If you have an extra one laying around, I mean. Amy, I'll, I'll be honest with you. This is not, we're not usually this wholesome. No. I don't know what it is, but uh, I think maybe it, it's just because you have such a nice background. I think here it's what's because going well, on. we just, we just recorded a bonus episode and, and I think that got a little like. Out it got, of a little, got a little racy. And so then, so we sort of alternate. We, and then we're recording an episode after this as well. We have a very busy day today. So yeah. we want to have, we want to have some like nice positive energy. Just some positive stuff in the middle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So but we'll see. Cool. There's still like probably, I mean, you know, about an hour left in this episode. I mean, we could definitely get gross. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty gross. So yeah. I'm okay that's, with- yeah. I figured you would be. Yeah. I mean, so we'll see okay, but yeah. if it approaches naturally, but okay, well here, here we can get like force anything. Well, we but. can get a bit gross because you're talking about Christmas, like, and you know, sex on Christmas. Like does Christmas make you horny? Does it make you guys horny? Does Christmas make me horny? Yeah. Or, or Stefan or everybody. Yeah. Cause I feel like we were sort of, you know, we were kind of talking about that with the big bulbs and everything. No, it makes know, me like full. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm like, wor- just a food. I'm worried that so like, uh, cause I, I just, I, I mean, everyone eats a lot at the holidays. Right. But yeah. like, I'm worried this year because 
this past year when I eat like r- a lot of like really like high in fat stuff. It's not dairy. It's high in fat stuff. I realize okay. it's not it's, not I, specifically dairy. No, but, but dairy I, is high. In I've fat. had like just insane, like two really insanely bad like indigestion attacks this year to the oh, point yeah. where I thought like, oh, is that like my appendix? Uh, and it's just because I yeah I, you even asked me once yeah because I have my I got my appendix out and yeah. you were like John what did, what did it feel like because it got did, your it really out? did yeah. uh, so now I've got like Pepto and and like Tums and everything and and that helps too and I'm also just not eating as right. much stuff like that but like last Christmas it was like a lockdown Christmas and my partner and I got all this really nice cheese and these nice snacks and we just like all Christmas Day just like watched movies and just ate so much cheese and I felt fine and I think if I did that this year. It would fucking kill me, ruin your day. So I, I have. So you're to saying like, Christmas is not horny for you? Well, no, because of like the food, and especially yeah. this year, if I if I eat the same amount or slightly less, like I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be out Won't of commission. It's up. not gonna happen, you know. So yeah, I don't Amy, think Christmas is horny. For Christmas me. horny for you or no? For Christmas horny. Let me think about that. I was just thinking. I was looking out the window trying to ponder on my horniness for Christmas. <laughs> um, you know, Christmas makes me. Well, horny is a word that I use a lot, but usually when I say horny, I don't mean it sexually. I just mean like I'm excited for something, like I'm horny yeah. for this. Um, I don't know. It kind of maybe makes me a bit horned. I think maybe a little bit. I do enjoy it. I do like the food. I too have food sensitivities, but I want to enjoy my life. So of course <laughs> I never fucking say no. And then I regret it and I hate my life. But yeah, I'm pretty horny for food. Pretty horny for my gal, I would say. I'm a nice, we throw that record on. It's a nice, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. maybe the tree is looking bright and I get a little aged. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> aged? I a little aged up. And I would say I'm a, yeah, I'm a little horned for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. I think I, I think I like, like getting a nice gift too, or giving a nice oh, gift yes. and that, getting that reaction. Yes. that does that horns you up a little yes, bit too. Yes, no question. If you get someone a nice gift, I think you kind of yeah expect is not the correct word, but there is sort of that kind of thing associated with it where. Yeah, like I say, you don't give a yeah, gift. This ought to, to do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm no, still. I know I'm still. Thir- I'll be 36 next week. I'm not yeah. old enough where I need to like, you know, try and imply yeah. sex from a gift or whatever. But like, but yeah, I think it is definitely. There's something nice about that feeling of like, you know, you give a yeah. gift, you receive a gift, and then you give yeah. another gift and receive another gift. If you know what I mean. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yes, wow. I do. John, yeah. oh my God. You can't say that on the show. Talk oh about oral God. Talk about oral oh sex. Oh my God, John. Uh, I don't do that. I don't do that. No? Okay, that's fair. I'm, uh, I understand. Uh, <laughs> Amy, you said like getting horny for like, just as a blanket term for like getting excited. And yeah. I'm I'm getting horny right now for, uh, this is a normal thing, just to be clear. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've, I ordered a bunch of like basketball cards and John knows all about this. Yeah. And I just got a met. They just got delivered today. And so when I when I go back to the apartment, you're horny for the I'm horny for opening opening the basketball cards. I guess that isn't normal. Sorry. No, that's not. That's normal. actually less normal than the normal horniness. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, sorry <laughs> for saying I'm I'm horny for basketball cards. But hey, whatever works for you, man. I yeah. mean, there's no. This is a judgment free space. Thank We're you. not about to kink shame here. No, thank you. I appreciate. Um, because I, I think of I think of Christmas as being a little bit horny. Yeah, because every you're in a. I mean, that's why I kind of brought it up because I think for me, it is a bit horny. Yeah, and I, but I wouldn't say like I. I sort of agree with Amy. Your sort of general sentiment, though, of like, it's not so much a horny like I want to fucking you know I want to get down. It's more of like right. a nice. You're just like, in a good mood. You're in a good mood. Everyone else is in yeah. a good mood. Yeah. Your partner is there, and hopefully you like them. So you're you know you want to get down anyway. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I so for me, I do think there is a bit of like horniness attached to Christmas. Yeah. Is, is it the horniest holiday? Because like Valentine's Day isn't a holiday. No, it's not a real holiday. Valentine's is it, Day is is it the horniest federal holiday? <sighs> That's a good wow. question. Actually, is it the no? It's got to be New Year's, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, maybe wow. yeah. Because like obviously New There's Year's the New Eve Year's is kiss, horny, and then, and then you also want to like you know you're like oh it's a new New it's Year new Year. We gotta fucking yeah. get it done. Yeah. Gotta ring it in. Gotta, oh, what about literally. Family Day? Because you you're well. ma- you're, you have to have a family. <laughs> yeah, so you're kind of oh. celebrating the fact that you're you've that, made a family. Yeah, right? so nice. that's true actually. Yeah, but you're not trying to make more family. Like no, well, you, I guess you've already have the family at this point. If you're Christian, you're making families till you fucking till you're ninety. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But we don't. Yeah, but I wouldn't say because fi- Family Day is more like oh, I got to spend time with my kids. That's not horny, really. What about uh, you know what I mean? What about like Remembrance Day? Because it's just like one day off in the middle of the week. Oh, that's not like maybe the context of it is not, but it's more just the fall. Well, but no, but I think there is something to be said for like, wow, they fought for our freedoms. What so we should do this to bang. Yeah. This, yeah. this is for them. Yeah. yeah. How do we celebrate them properly yeah. and respect what they've done? We need to show them. Not show them, have. but. And we, well, we like, well, they're watching us. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're watching us. That's right. Okay. So, so that's a good point. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go with Remembrance Day. <laughs> That's the horniest yeah. holiday. I do think, though, there is something to that, like, Remembrance Day is on a Tuesday, and you're like, oh, I just should have we just have, in the middle should of we the just week. have, like, morning sex? It's like a Tuesday, and yeah. we're both home? Yeah. It's exciting. I would beg to say, I think every holiday, like, every day off is horny as fuck, because yeah. you don't have to go to work. Yeah. You just, yeah. it's surprising, it's exciting, and... It's a nice feeling. I would argue that yeah, the, I agree. The, I agree. The night before that holiday is even hornier. Oh my god, that's Be- the horniest. Because you know you have the day off the next day, so you yeah. can like stay up later or whatever. You can have your drinks, stay up like, late, and get it done. Yeah. Okay. Get I feel like done. I'm more of like a daytime sex guy though. Yeah. Than a night than a like right before bed sex guy. I yeah. get too tired. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like to be in. Yeah. I like to be in peak shape. I'm for sure. Like, I I can tell I'm getting older because like I. I'll go to bed at like 1030 and I'm like, wake up the next day. And I'm like, Oh, that was a great decision. That was wonderful. To go to bed at 1030. <laughs> yeah, that, that was really good. And if yeah. I did that when I was like 24 or something. So you're saying now you're also turning into more of a daytime sex guy. I, yeah. I mean, it's just like, I, or at least like, it's like 8 PM. Yeah. Or whatever. It wouldn't be like, yeah. uh, like, yeah. It's not like midnight. Yeah. That's midnight. Not, let's that, get it going. That's not happening. Yeah. 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 I like, I like, like morning is good because then you just, you can go to bed after as well. So it's like you wake up then and then you, then you have sex and then you yeah. just go back to sleep. Yeah. That's true. Nice feeling. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. Wow. Plus like, sometimes you just wake up with a boner and then you're like, all right, well. Yeah. I'm okay. Time to go. Back to the Christmas thing. I'm a little worried because I have the, I have like the fake tree mm-hmm. and it's like not a, it's not a big one because we don't have that much space with the way you've set up our apartment, but it's like, it's like this high maybe. I don't know. It's hard probably for you to tell Amy how tall this is. is it's about like, you're saying like three feet, three, three, and, a half three and a half feet. feet? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to get a bigger one if possible. The thing I'm worried about now is that I think the top like third of the tree is like missing. I think, I think it went missing. How when, did it go missing? Like I, when you moved or something? No, because we, we got it after we moved. Oh, um, I just can't, I don't know where it is now. I think it might be like under the bed or something just in the middle mm. of like a big pile or something, but now I have to find it. And so now if I set up the tree now, it's just like, it's going to be missing the top of the, so it's going to be even shorter. It's going to look so stupid, you know, yeah. but I do, I would like to get like a full size 
a full size like fake Christmas tree. But then, well, maybe now's the time to treat yourself. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it might be. I got you know, I got my you fake tree. tree. Well, and I got it from uh, from past guest, local comedian Kevin Banner. Oh, that's right. Uh, Is that when he moved to the? Well, no. There are very few people on this earth who like Christmas oh, more yeah. than Kevin he Banner. Is Kevin Banner with Christmas. loves Christmas. He does every year. He sets up his tree November first always. Yeah. Uh, he has one of those fake trees where the lights you can coordinate to music. <laughs> So it's like you hook up your iPod or sorry, your iPhone into the tree and then it plays like uh, and you can do it with any song. Like even if it's like a hip hop song, it'll like coordinate the beat of the song. I don't know yeah. how it does it, but it's very it's cool. It's not just Christmas songs. No. And then like and then people get him like ornaments and stuff. And so starting on December 1st, he will do like an ornament every day on his Instagram. He'll like take a picture of a different oh. ornament on his tree. So he so when he got his new fancy tree, he was getting rid of his old fake tree. Yeah. And so I have Kevin. Banner's tree and it's very funny because every year he insists that I send him a picture <laughs> of the tree because he's like I want my I, tree doing? Yeah, he's like I want to see how my old tree is doing he's like I know you're treating it well so I just want to see if you're you know you're you're still taking care of her and I'm like yeah yeah I'm, oh my we're god good. so nice wow. yeah it is nice I, I this somehow has been a very wholesome episode of the show it is it's great we'll see if we can ruin it let's move on to our social media updates what a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Uh, Amy, we always like to start with the guest. What is going on on your social media? Well, you know what? This kind of came up. I was with some friends last night. I was telling them that I was going to do this beautiful, wonderful show with these two little wholesome, beautiful boys that wow, I now love. Wow, that's so nice. Yeah. And I was talking about it and I definitely have an addiction to Instagram. It's disgusting. Um, so this shouldn't be hard for me, but I was just blanking. Anyways, we were talking and something that is so interesting to me is, and this happens a lot. I have a lot of gay male friends and this happens a lot on social media for my gay male friends and other gay males trying to talk to them. So yesterday my friend was telling me and showing me that this guy, and I can't tell you how many times I've seen this on social media to my friends where they say over like months, they'll be like, it'll go, you know, October, whatever, first Tuesday, October 1st, 9am. Hi, November 2nd, uh, you know, 12 p.m. Hi, 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 hi. Over months. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? How are you? Hi. Hi. He hasn't fucking written back once. He's not interested. And then a big rock hard cock gets sent with his asshole. And then more high, high highs, another rock hard cock. I don't understand <laughs> that type of behavior. I, th- I don't know that that's a, that's a gay male thing. I think that's just a male thing. Yeah. I think that I, yeah, I, I want to, you know, as a straight man, I feel like it is important that we, continue. not that we would do that, but no, we wouldn't do it, but I just mean like, that's I, definitely a, just a male thing. That's a male okay. thing. I think. Yeah. yeah. What's with all the highs? Like, okay, send your dick, dick pics. We know fuck they get sent, whatever, go to hell. You're fucked. But unless you, <laughs> but the high, 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 hello, high, high, high. And then just you know what? Fuck it. Here's my asshole and rock hard wet dick. It was very wet. <laughs> wet? Oh, wet. Okay. Wet. Oh my God. Was the asshole wet also? 
No, the butthole wasn't wet. It was, it was dry. dry but okay. It was ready. And was it was it like, a, was so it where big, his legs were like up in the air and the butthole was like. It was like. Ball, butthole, then balls on top, then the dick. Like, I mean, that's norm, yes. that's normally how. But you know what I mean? Like, that was the picture. <laughs> yeah. Perfect shot to show everything in a big way. Like. Okay. Close up enough that you could really see the. The. The bloom. The hole. The, yeah. the hole part. And then the balls, I didn't know, I overlooked the balls because the penis was so wet. <laughs> the so balls were dry? The balls were, I feel like the balls must have been dry. I sort of just looked quickly. I saw the hole very soft. No, I saw wet and I was like, whoa, that's wet. And then I was like, whoa, it was a surprise at the bottom, but it was sick. Well, so we had this actually is funny because I I was going to say, yeah, I saw Jane Stanton last night. Your, you know, your partner on on Mighty Ducks Game Changers, and yes, your wife and her block when she was on on the show was almost the same situation. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't as wet. It it wasn't like a high, high, high type thing. But Mm. she had gone on one coffee date with this guy, and it was sort of like Jane. Pardon me. Said she was like into it. Like they had like a, pardon me. Sorry. They had like a good coffee date. Um, but it was like, you know, nothing happened on the date. They didn't even kiss or anything like that. It was kind of like whatever. And then she just sort of like got home and he, the guy had sent a picture exactly like that. Uh, and we, a- was, I think the asshole was the focus of the picture. Yes. So he was on all fours, I believe. And the oh asshole was. No, more no, no. The- I think it was the same. It was just that the camera was more focused. Oh, uh, the- yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He was like on the couch or whatever. Legs up. We know this because Jane showed us. Jane yeah. showed us. The picture, so yeah. we're. <laughs> No, I can't. I can't. This is a random. Person. Oh, you saw it? Did, was it on video? No, no it just she picture. just yeah, she just like showed us the picture on her uh, phone. Yeah, it was okay. so. It, so the, all I'm saying is like that's you know a straight guy in this situation and yeah. So it's know. just a guy. It's a guy. Thing, I think it's because I, I was gonna say like Amy, has this ever happened to you from another woman? Like I don't. I feel like women aren't just like you know sending like spread eagle uh yeah. you know vulva and asshole shots i don't think i feel like that's not really the thing but is it though maybe it is because no. i because i feel like the 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 sort of at least from what our experience with people in our discord who uh are gay men and on grinder and it does seem like that's a little bit more accepted. Like there is a little bit more of that kind of here's my dick, like immediately. Let's cut to the chase. Let's cut to the chase. This is my dick and asshole. Are you in kind of thing? So is it a thing for gay women? As I feel like it's not really for women. Yeah. It's not as aggressive as, as I think it's, yeah, it's just maybe a guy thing. I think it is a guy thing. I don't, I mean, I definitely can't speak for every lesbian or queer or female on the planet, but I, I don't think I've ever been sent like, unless I was like in a relationship or sure. like, interested. like we, yeah, it was like normal, not just like an unsolicited fucking yeah. Bush and hole. Like I know. <laughs> I, and, and I also wouldn't receive that and go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that. I'm going to, all right. Send me more. Like, no, I don't. Yeah. I, don't know. I feel like it's similar to, I think we talked about this with Jane's episode, but it does seem like a weird concept where you're like, yeah, so you're trying to either in Jane's situation where you have actually like interacted with them or in your friend's situation where you've never interacted with them. Yeah. It's definitely a weird thing where you go like, hi, 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 hi. Okay. Clearly this person's in- not interested. Here's yeah, what let's will let's make bring out them the big guns. Yeah. Here's what will make them interested. I will like, what do you think is going to happen? You send them a picture of your dick and hole and then you're like, oh, uh, 
I'm in oh, now. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Like, look at this cock. I have to be with this and person who's been to, bugging me for months. To answer your question about like the high hello thing, I think that's just pure laziness. That's like, yeah. I'm going to, this is the laziest possible way to potentially start a conversation. I'm going to put all the, the hard work on you. I'm going to say hi. And it's up to you to, to kind of get things going here. And then I'm going to say hi a thousand more yeah. times. Yeah. And I, yeah, it, both, I totally hear what you're saying. And also, yeah, it's just so interesting. And I don't mean to be rude. Like, I don't mean like, I'm not going to be like, oh, that person's pathetic. Like, it's kind of sad. Like you see, you're in the conversation. You, you know how many times you die. Yeah. I'm just so confused by the balls being dry. <laughs> the balls are dry. That's I'm telling you. insane. Oh my God. Maybe he didn't, yeah, I don't know. He dipped it in something. <laughs> He would have to, right? Because that would be the, if it was water, then the balls would be wet. So it makes you feel like it's got to be like lube or oil. It's got to be lube or, yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't dripping. It was just like sparkling. Like glistening. So that's like. His dick was just really sweaty. (laughs) He's got a really sweaty cock. Yeah. Like thick sweat. Yeah. God, mm. that's incredible. Didn't care. Didn't care for that. For part me, of it's it. that my balls are, are, would be. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's I think most. Yeah, it's most of. Oh, your balls would be slick. Well, they would no, be. They, no. they, if they they would be sweaty. Yeah, and the, and the, <laughs> oh, and the dick. It, to me, it would be more likely to be the other way around. Right, where you'd send a dick and hole pic, and, and your the, balls would just and be my asshole, my asshole wet. would just be dripping. But yeah. <laughs> So that's, I don't, but your dick, your this guy, this guy found dry. some sort of, like, I don't know how super he, dry, but your balls and I don't know how he did sweating it, profusely. You know? but yeah, I don't know how he did it. that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Is, hey, yeah. no, this is a nice segue to my, he must, he must be, he must have some sort of like magic powers maybe. And this is a segue to my thing here, Very good. my social that's media good update segue. and thank yeah. you. Welcome. My social media update is, uh. <laughs> It's so stupid. It's a great headline. And this is how good it is because this was from like, not to like steal your October 14th, here, but this is from like two weeks ago. Yeah. And you said when it came out, you're like, I'm, I have to save this for when we record next. Yeah. It's so crazy. The, the New Zealand city of Christchurch is firing its official wizard after keeping the necromancer on its payroll for more than 20 years. So this, their city <laughs> wizard, uh, I think he, he has been like canceled because he's like a big, like misogynist and he's like said a bunch of insane shit. Wait, online. a guy who identifies as a wizard is not a yeah, good guy. You, can believe you don't it. say. Yeah. He drew a paycheck of, okay. Ian Brackenberry channel, better known as the wizard of New Zealand is being retired from his city's tourism lineup. He's based in Christchurch and has served as the city's wizard for more than 20 years. He drew a paycheck of $11,000 a year for providing, and this is in quotes, wizard like services for the city. <laughs> Now the reason, so the, <laughs> the wizard like service. The reason I, I like this story so much, I mean, it's very funny on its face. But they they interviewed uh, Chanel about this, uh, and he said uh, he he had some choice words for his soon to be former employer. How Call, old do we know? How old this guy is now? I he mean, says it's been twenty years. He looks he's like been... he's in his like late sixties, okay. early seventies. Okay. I would say. Uh, according to, uh, Chanelli, so he called the, his soon to be former employers, a bunch of bureaucrats who have no imagination. They are not thinking of ways to promote Christchurch overseas. They're just projecting an image of bureaucrats drinking lattes on the boulevard. Their image of Christchurch, Christchurch is nothing to do with the authentic heritage of the city. I am the original image of Christchurch. And this is the quote that really got me. It makes no difference. I will still keep going. They will have to kill me to stop me. <laughs> 
cow. That's like the wow. quote of the year for me, I think. How okay, I'm just wondering how this, this is like even, an old man. How does this just even like start? Over. How do you become the official wizard of a town? Well, it started in like the sixties or seventies. So I think that sure. sort of explains it right there. Well, it said twenty years. So it's not that's nineties. No, I think it was I thought uh, you said twenty, but maybe I didn't hear it right. No, I think maybe he's been being paid for Oh got yeah. it. Uh oh no, okay. Oh no, he's he is uh he's eighty years old. He's old. Yeah, oh okay, my yeah. god. Uh, he settled in New Zealand in the seventies. So yes, I think no, you're right. He started in nineteen ninety eight. Actually, that's a god. weird time to start being the official wizard. Wizard, but, yeah. Um, that was about when Harry Wizards Potter first even, came out, though. Yeah, it came out ninety seven. You know, ninety eight, ninety nine. Movies weren't big. until the early aughts, though. No, that's true. That's um, when it really got going. So uh, okay, so in. This is part, and this is back in 2011. This is maybe part of the reason he's finally being let go. In 2011, a documentary about The Wizard was made, highlighting some of his beliefs, which include the idea that women cause wars by shopping. Mm. So that may have had something to do with it. Only took him 10 years to. Chanel also helmed a Save the Males campaign. So that's sort of what we're Uh, dealing with here. mm. Um, But just the quote, uh, they're going to have to kill me to get me to stop. (laughs) Being Getting paid $11,000 a year to be the city's wizard is so fucking funny to me. Oh, man. Uh, I also like wizard like, um, it reminds me super quickly about this. I used to work for a company that had the name wizard in it. And how you were saying that this guy... Uh, his what did he say? He he. They're gonna miss out on my wizard like, or they didn't appreciate my wizard like abilities or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, like my so, skills. Yeah, yeah, his wizard skills. They didn't appreciate him. And I used to work for this company that had an amazing name. It was like a thirty-five plus year company. It was very successful, number one in the country for what it did. And then all of a sudden, they decided they were going to spend millions of dollars on a rebrand with a wizard in the name. And the marketing company had come up. We all had to stand in this room and watch this video of why they were choosing wizard in the name. And this woman was like, no, sorry, this man, this man was like, what do you think of when you think of the word wizard? You can do anything. Wizard stylings, wizard, uh, wizard speed, wizard abilities. Think about it because your clients will. (laughs) What? No one wants wizard in their fucking name and no, it doesn't. It was, yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. So, and then also what's interesting is that it has to do with religion, right? Christ church. Yeah. And we lost clients. I remember religious clients that said they can no longer work with us because we had wizard in our name and that's like devil stuff. Oh my God. Uh, It's that's interesting that he's a wizard and religious. That's so good. I love it. But yeah, that's. Yeah, that's I, good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I like it for sure. And um, <laughs> maybe, maybe I should do it. Maybe I, I should just say I'm a wizard. Try to become the wizard of Vancouver. I had one more quick one, which I, we don't have to talk about that much. But I just I didn't want to miss out on this, which sure. is that uh, NBA All Star uh, plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns, very good player. Oh, yeah. And this is just a very simple tweet about this. And there wasn't really any more explanation offered, I don't think. No, not that I saw. This was posted by Dane Moore, NBA, on Twitter, uh, who I I think writes about the Timberwolves on The Athletic. Uh, And and he posted, Carl Anthony Towns said his pregame ritual to pump him up this season is watching two gorillas fighting to the death. Um, So... That's yeah. I mean, that's what I do before the podcast. I was going to say, that's what I should maybe start doing. Yeah. Get me going for block. Party. Yeah. Where do you even get a video like that? I mean, he's rich, right? I guess that's true. So yeah. maybe, he maybe he just two has gorillas the gorillas and they just yeah. fight each other. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, anyway, just cool. wanted to bring that up as well. It's great. <laughs>
Well, it's a good, uh, so th- that's a good segue into my uh, social media update, which is about sports. Uh, so this is, uh, this is actually also from a couple weeks ago. Uh, the Canadian uh, national men's soccer team is actually good for the first which time in my life, to think which about. is crazy. Yeah. We're, They've always just been a joke. Yeah. I mean, they made the World Cup once. Uh, just, in 86. Just, yeah. In just Mexico. after I was born. Lost all their games. Lost all their games. And now they're like actually good. They're ranked in the top 50 in the world. We have one of the best young players in the world on the team, Alfonso Davies. And uh, so we had a World Cup qualification game a couple weeks ago against Panama. And uh, the Alfonso Davies in question uh, scored an amazing goal, yeah. just a really, really good goal where he uh, one of the nicest of, goals I've ever seen. Yeah, he kind of faked out. Uh, he he sprinted for about 60 yards and the ball was about to go out on the sideline and the defender kind of just assumed the ball was going to go out. So he kind of gave up on the play and Alfonso Davies was able to run around get the, him, uh, get the ball off of the sideline, run around the defender. Then he went in and scored. And there was this, this show is from uh, Panamanian television where these guys are just, it looks like they're just sitting on a couch, like reacting to the reacting game. to the game, just like watching the game together. And this is one of the guys who freaks out because he's so mad at the defender for not realizing that it was Alfonso Davies going after the ball. And he's such a good player. And just like his, just his mojo is so good in this clip. He's <laughs> I haven't so, seen this. He's so upset and it is, and it's just very funny always whenever you hear broadcasting in a foreign language where they still say the person's name in like English kind yeah. of. So it's like so it very funny. So he's like losing his mind in Spanish, but then he says Alfonso Davies and it's very. <laughs> so anyway, it's just like an eight second clip and Dan will play this. And Amy, you should be able to hear it as well. Even you won't be able to see it, but you'll be able to hear it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I love that. He's so pissed he's off. He's so mad. It's like, it, you do have to kind of see it a little bit, but it's just like, you just, cause he's wearing he, like a shirt and tie. He's wearing a shirt and, like and tie and mind. he's just, and he's like clapping his hands. Like, don't you realize it's Alfonso? <laughs> Can we listen to it one more time, man? I would love to hear That's it one so more good. time. If anyone of our listeners can can translate that for us too, I would love that. Well, her, her mono is brother, I think. So okay, I think yeah, he's yeah. saying like brother. It's, it's Alfonso, Alfonso Davies. Davies. You have to know. Or yeah, because like, yeah. he because the best part is so at the beginning of the clip he goes he's Alfonso Davies and then he turns away from like the TV where they're like ostensibly watching the game on like he's walking away in disgust and then, and then one comes, second and then he later he just turns around he's Alfonso Davies I just <laughs> oh, it's so good so good I love it yeah that's a true sports fan energy though that's what oh, you want to see he's so yes. yeah he's passionate I simply love it yeah so yeah that was uh I don't even know what TV show it's from but I know it's Panamanian television and I want to see more of it it was very good stuff yeah so uh, speaking of good stuff let's move on to our block tale what did you tweet you brought receipts block tale woo no longer can see the post it's a block tale woo you probably deserved it it's a block tale oh my god <laughs> That's always a good energy to start the uh, the block tale with. Uh, Amy, I don't think I know anything about your blocks. So I'm excited to hear about it. Uh, the floor is yours. Okay, thank you. I have a block. Star. I have a, I was thinking about this because I was like, I don't have like, this isn't a common occurrence for me, 
but I'm just going to just pick one randomly. It's not, I just don't know how good of a story it's going to be. That's I okay. recently, okay. I recently blocked somebody. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, in like a panic. So we like Ryan and Amy show the Ryan and Amy show on Instagram. We get a lot of comments on TikTok and YouTube. And like, usually I don't read a lot of the comments. Instagram's pretty tame, but like, you know, on YouTube, you know, how fucking crazy it can get sometimes with yeah. how many viewers and interesting comments that you that you may or may not get on there. So anyways, I just like for my mental health and I just don't really read anyways. So I did a commercial recently and uh, a couple months ago, I guess. And a guy wrote underneath and I don't know why it just, I mean, obviously it, it bothered me, but he said something to the effect of, I can't even remember now exactly, but it was like, look at her. I was doing like a nice, like I looked like cute. I was like, it was a wholesome, we speaking of wholesome like ad. And I was like, you know, the, face of it. I was like hosting this commercial kind of thing. And he said that I, I think he said that I had like good dick sucking lips or something like that. Like something just fucking vile. And, and I think it was like two things that he said, or he was like, she sucks, but her lips look good for dick sucking or something. Oh my God. God. It's terrible. So I'm funny, actually. It's awful. So I was like that. I just really didn't like that. I really was just like, and it made me so mad. And I'm like, I wanted to just fucking, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I, I <laughs> the only thing that I could do was like, which was nothing. Like he gives a shit. And I was like, I'm blocking him because if he ever finds me, I, I just, I just don't, I just don't, I can't. So he'll just he, go crazy. He commented on the, the YouTube video for the commercial, like from. It was the- an ad. So this company had, made ads for this particular commercial yeah. as, um, and so I can't find it. And I went to look for it last night. Cause I was like, I want to know exactly what he said, but it's, you know, you can't search ads. They yeah, just, yeah. They're like sponsored. They come up on your feed or whatever. But I remember, yeah, I was looking through, there were some, you know, decent comments. And then that one, and I was like, I fucking hate that. And I hate you, you little piece of shit. And of course he has zero <laughs> followers. He's following nobody, but he's just this like sick little troll. But I just like, it was just so like, he, you know, you know, some people are just like good at being like that twisted. Like if yeah. he said like, well, she's stupid. She sucks. That would make me laugh. Yeah. But the like sick little, like she sucks, but her lips look good for dick sucking. When you're that specific, like, Oh, Oh my God. I mean, my lips are amazing for dick sucking, but I <laughs> don't want that on an ad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know my lips are good for dick sucking. <laughs> So you, oh, you, yeah, so I blocked that guy. you blocked him like in advance, just in case you would ever, I just blocked him, yeah, because it was yeah. like, I didn't know what to do. And I wanted to engage and I wanted to fucking like, it enraged me for whatever reason. Like I've read some pretty shitty comments, but just this one, like filled me with rage. And I wanted to fucking, there's so many times, like, I don't know about you guys, but like, there's so many times that I want to engage and it, you know, in certain things on social media, but I really try not to once in a while, I'll maybe say a little something, but I know that in the end, it's just going to make me feel fucked. If I start getting into something with these idiots, you know, these type of like idiots. So yeah, I felt like my only power, like for me to like do something was to just block him. So I did. John John will engage on your behalf. John loves getting into it with people. Well, okay. Not all the time. I don't do it. Yeah, You don't do it anymore. I I will. I will sometimes for sure. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm immune from it. It depends. (laughs) I I agree with you, Amy. Like, uh, I mean, I I wish no one's ever told me I have nice lips for dick sucking. And I kind of feel like maybe I do. I I think I do. Yeah, you do for sure. You guys do. You do. Thank you. Yeah. Um, So maybe if someone said that to me, I just got some like lip moisturizer stuff recently. I thought you were going to 
to say I just got lip filler for no, some reason. Well. I thought that's what, where you were going. I was like, <laughs> Wait, maybe, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you look, they look good. Thank I, you. I, yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I, it's like, like you said, Amy, I do think sometimes there is just something people will say where you're just like, uh, where, yeah, it pushes the, it just pushes a button for some reason. Yeah. And I don't know why. And I, I, I agree with you. Like, I, I don't know why certain things really get me, but there is just the odd time you'll see something and you're like, God, that really fucking gets me. And it, I actually had one last week because I was I, I'm doing um, curling commentating right now. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I used to be a like a sort of pro curler. And um, so I'm doing some curling commentating for a new online streaming service. And we we stream the games on YouTube and we have a live chat going. Right. And so it's almost always like really, really good. I was going to say generally like the curling it's community. Curling. People be... are pretty chill. Yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, we're going to have a cull in the herd episode this week where I get into a curling block. Yeah. But, it's not all of them. So but... it's not all of them. Yeah. But yeah. And, and so there's this one guy and he's and he's popped up in the chat a couple different times with like very specific criticism and it's the same criticism. And he keeps saying like, you guys are incredible commentators. So he always starts with that, right? You guys are really incredible commentators. You're doing a great job, but you need to talk less. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you need to let the game cause curling is kind of like golf. It's like you sort of, it's not like hockey where it's like passes the puck to this guy. Then he takes a shot. The yeah. goalie makes a save. The pucks in the corner. This guy's got the puck. He passes it. Like curling is very much like, you do. You there are like you'll go sometimes I'll go three plus minutes without talking because yeah. like the players on the ice are also mic'd up. So you hear you know, sometimes talking. they're having like a strategy discussion. You're more reacting so, to like after a shot. After happens. a shot, exactly. And doing like little right. banter to kind of set things up. And so this is the second time this guy has come into the chat where he's like explaining and it's not even like he I could almost handle it if it was like you need to talk less. But what he'll say is he'll say you need to talk less. You you realize the curlers are mic'd up and we can hear what they're saying and we want to be able to hear everything they're saying and the best curling commentators know that the game is about a push and pull and you need to let the game breathe and you need to let the curlers like just, so it just was like, very like pedantic. Yeah, very pedantic where it was like this whole thing he's Scandinavian so I mean, you know, is he? comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like literally, actually, yeah. yeah he's, he, ta- he told us in the chat. Okay. So he's like going on and and you're just like, Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Shut up. Fuck? Like, what is your fucking problem? And, it, I, and you have no idea what it takes to do this. And how I can't even imagine how hard that we, it's a, you're watching something live. You're trying, you're listening. You're, it's yeah. so much fucking work. And you think that, you know, yeah. how to do this and you can do it better. And you're telling me, I just can't, I know. And, it, I, and I it's can't. worse because he starts out nice. So then it's, yeah, it becomes did. every time he's, he's complained about the it's exact way more same passive thing aggressive, three times, which is yeah. so much worse than if he just came in and was like, you guys suck. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, what whatever, Amy was saying. Gonna, yeah, yeah. People say like, Oh, I fucking hate John or I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, but yeah, there is just sometimes. And so, yeah, so you said that. And, and I literally said to him, I'm like, yeah, I heard you the last time you <laughs> said it, the last of And it was like a different event. So it was like, Two oh weeks before God. he had said it at like a, and I was like, yeah, I heard you two weeks ago at the, at a, an event, like, you know, yeah, whatever. And then he was just like, fine, I guess I'll have to watch the rest of the game on mute then. And I was like, yeah, fucking <laughs> watch the rest of the game. I mean, I don't give a shit. Uh, do that yeah. so that you, I don't have to fucking read your comment. That's exactly what you should do. <laughs> yeah. You don't like this. Then that's what's in your control. Yeah. yeah. 
Totally. Yeah. I know. It's very frustrating. So anyway, uh, great block tale, Amy. We have another good one uh, this week. Speaking of kind of dating apps and dating stories, uh, this one is very good. Uh, I am supposed to avoid saying their name. So we'll just say this one uh, comes in from uh, a, just a friend of the show, we'll okay. say. And uh, this is a good uh just sometimes, Amy, when we get a listener block, it's just very quick and nice. And this is like a very funny, quick and nice one. Uh, so they write in, hey, blocked boys and guest. I was talking to someone on Tinder this week and at some point started to get pretty bored of the conversation. When they said their favorite show was Friends, I responded by saying I prefer the spinoff Joey and that I think Wilmer Valderrama did a great job as the titular Joey. <laughs> I'm not sure if they genuinely thought I liked Joey or that I thought Wilmer Wilmer Valderrama was in it or that they decided they weren't going to put up with my mediocre bit. But the next time I looked at Tinder, they would blocked me. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the show. Getting blocked for saying you like Joey. That's and, a good bit. And saying and that saying, Joey is played by Wilmer yeah. Valderrama. That one really got <laughs> That's me a really for good sure. bit. That's a great bit. Yeah. So thank you very much for sending that in. If you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. And uh, if you want to donate to the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash block party, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. We've got two great ones coming up this week. We've got a mailbag with our good friend, Nick Nemiroff. And then we have the aforementioned Cullen the Herd episode coming up with uh, our friend Charles Starr. So that'll be uh, very fun to uh, to do and to uh you know, have you guys listen to. So you can check all that out at patreon.com slash block party. We also have ad free versions of our episodes. If you're not enjoying hearing the ads on the show, you can hook all that up there. And also we've got a live show coming up in November. That's only uh, accessible if you're a Patreon donor. So check all that out over on Patreon. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. And if you like the show, Hey, just tell a friend, subscribe, uh, all that stuff is, is very good for us. Uh, okay, Amy, we're here at the end of the show. We always like to finish the show with a top three. Three, two, one. Trois, deux, un. Uno, 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 uno. Mustard. Three. Sauce. Deux. Girlfriend. Uno, 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 uno. And you said you, you, I feel like you're prepared. I think you're prepared. I feel like you're like. very prepared for yeah. this one. I'm excited. Oh. Look at this. Beautiful. Hell okay. yeah. Notes. Notes. Beautiful. Yes, I'm very prepared. Okay. So, um, my top, I would like to know your, has anyone ever done your top three most drunken moments? Drunken moments? Oh. No, they haven't. But okay. that's good. I don't drink. So, I'll find a way to, oh, uh, no, no, no. That's good. This is perfect. I will, I will say my top three drunken moments I've witnessed. Okay. Yes. More than happy, more than happy to do that. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, so Amy, you start, you do your number three, please. Uh, oh, my number three. Yeah. Um, my number three is, pardon me one moment, please. Um, <laughs> I have to remember it's been some time since I've been like years. Um, okay. My number three is okay. This one. Yeah. So, uh, this one's pretty tame, but I remember I was telling my friends last night that I got so shit faced. I think I was like 21 and I was with all my girls on on Granville street. And it was fucking nine o'clock. We've been praying since six. <laughs> and I think I drank too many broken down golf carts and I was fucking wasted at the Morrissey. And I basically became blackout. And I remember puking all over the corner of, um, I think I was puking all over the corner of Granville and Drake. <laughs> Mm, yep. And I was sitting on the curb and I remember my eyes were like getting drunk is so fucked 
fucked up. Like we're <laughs> literally is. drinking poison. I'm 21. I'm so shit faced. It's 9 p.m. Oh my, my friends God. are like, fuck, like, you gotta go. I'm like, no, fuck, I drank too much. My eyes essentially look like I'm looking like I feel like my eyes are going all around my fucking head because I can't see. Anyways, they call me a cab, put me in a cab, and the cab drives me back to North Van. And I don't know, I vaguely remember like paying him. I don't know how the fuck I did this. I think he probably <laughs> did it for me. And I feel like I lucked out that I got a good like person and man. And he took me home and he like, I think he, I remember him like helping me pay, pay him. And somehow I got to the fucking, like, I slept in my parents' foyer that night. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's wow. pretty that's good. Parents foyer. That's a good, it's uh, a good place to be. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number three, I think this was maybe during the 2010 Olympics and I was on Granville and with some friends and I was back from university cause it was, it was reading break and yeah. we're, we're all and back. The Olympics and the Olympics are on. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we were so drunk and I went across the street to this shop and I forget what store it was. It might've been El Cartel when it was still on Granville. Oh yeah. And yeah. I bought a denim jacket. <laughs> <laughs> And I wore it like twice <laughs> ever. It's funny because I just can't picture you in no, a denim jacket. It didn't at it all. wasn't a good look. But I was like so drunk and I was like, you know, I want a denim jacket. And I bought a denim jacket and I wore it like that night, I think. Oh my god, that's unreal. And then I just like never wore it again. I don't know where the fuck oh, it is now. But I love the drunken purchases. Oh my god, uh, that's a bit I mean really good. Yeah. Really good. John? Uh, okay. My number three is, um, my number three is, uh, oh, so at UBC, I, I went, that was my alma mater and they used to have a, uh, a huge concert to finish the year there. It was called arts County fair. Uh, and it was put on by the faculty of arts. So that's why it was called that. Yeah. And, uh, it was a pretty big concert. Like they would get decently, usually Canadian bands, but they would get pretty big Canadian bands in. Although I think the year in question I'm talking about, Andrew WK was the headliner, which is pretty sick. Uh, but yeah, so it's this big concerts on the last day of classes. So like most of your teachers just like, don't even expect you to go to class or it was like a classic, like sometimes you'd show up to class with beers and the professor would like have a beer with you. And that was like, a, Oh my God, you know, so a doctor, whatever at a beer with us, you know? And, uh, so again, I don't drink, uh, if this is somehow your first time listening to the show or whatever, um, I've never drank in my life. I've never been drunk. So I remember, I never have really had a huge issue with being around drunk people, but I don't, I have a big, I have a problem when it's like, everyone is just like schmammered, like the way you were talking about Amy, like when everybody is just, it's impossible, you know? And I was lucky, like through high school and university, I didn't really have friends that were like that, that were like really, you know, where it was like every weekend was all out everybody, you know, it was like people get drunk, but it was just more fun. And it wasn't, you know, so arts County fair. I remember my first one, I just couldn't believe it was like, all my friends were just so drunk. Like it would just was impossible. Like, it was just a, a stadium of 8,000 people. Everyone I know is just drunk out of their fucking mind. And I'm like, this is not even fun for me. I like the music. I can't even, it's insane. So I was like already on the fence about leaving. And then my friend saw me and there's a big hill in Thunderbird stadium on the one side of the stadium. So she was up at the top of the hill and she's like, John, John. And she had two beers in her hand 
And she came running. Oh, no. She came running down the hill and went to give me a big hug. Oh. And then the gravity of me being below her on the hill and her being on the top just gives me a hug. Boom! Both beers directly down my back, oh. just like, oh. like, like could feel the beer like running into my ass crack, oh, like down my, my back. God. And I was just like, uh, I'm going home. <laughs> it was like 5 yeah. p.m. because the concert starts at like 3 p.m. in the afternoon. It was like 5 p.m. I'd just been in the concert for like an hour. I'm like, nah, this isn't for me. I'm going on. I just left. Oh my no, God. But yeah, that, that was a, that was a tough, that was a tough one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Amy, what's your number two? Okay. My number two is, um, I think it was my 25th birthday and we went to celebrities and I was dating this girl at the time. And, um, I got so fucking blackout. I had just also picture me. I had blonde bleach, blonde and black hair. Oh, nice. Like black, like what? Like ombre like or kind of like underneath. Yeah. Okay. And then bleached dead hair on top wow. and then black under my bangs and bleached dead hair on top of that. Beautiful. Yeah. I was stunning. And <laughs> we had celebrities and we really took it home. Anyways, it was fun time. And I got home and my partner and I were sleep. We went to sleep. Oh, she like put me in bed. Like I was like donezo, but it was okay. In the middle of the night, this has never happened to me since. And this is the only time it's ever happened. I was sleeping. And as I was opening my eyes, I was sitting up at the exact same time, projectile vomiting oh. into a pile on the ground, oh. like sitting up like a, like out of a coffin and projectile vomiting oh. into, on, into a mountain. <laughs> and then she had to, she didn't have to, she did. It was so lovely. You know, someone is a really good one. She like cleaned it all up. It was on carpet. Oh. Took me out of my, like whatever I was sleeping in and put me in something fresh, cleaned me up and put me back in bed and cleaned the pile. Wow. At like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Wow. That is so good. Oh, oh my awful. God. Uh, okay. My number, my number <laughs> That's two. That's really, wow. This is, <laughs> we're, we're going some. We got some puke. Yeah. Uh, I got some puke in this one too. This was at my, <laughs> my uncle's, I think 50th birthday it. and we, we had it at my parents' house and it was like one, no, it was like early. It was like, it was like 1130 or like noon. We were doing like a kind of a lunch birthday party and they had champagne and I was like early twenties. I had, I had like had nothing to eat that day at all. And I had like three glasses of champagne, like really quick, which if I had had food that day, it would have been like totally fine. Right. But right. the, it goes to your head so fast, the, the champagne. And I remember I was walking up the stairs to get something from upstairs. And I just like fell down the stairs, <laughs> like wooden <laughs> stairs. And then kind of fell and like thumped into the landing. And like everyone was like, oh, my God, are you OK? And then I was just like sitting there like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I just fucking puked all over the floor. Oh, after no. falling down after the stairs. falling down the stairs. It was very oh, embarrassing. Baby. Yeah. Yeah, that so I remember wild. that. And it's, but it's the reason, I mean, it's embarrassing on its face, but the reason it's embarrassing is because it's like, I only had three or like two and a half glasses of champagne, you know? Yeah. And like, if I was eating normally that day, it would have been fine, but it was just, yeah, it was rough. And it hurt too, because I fell down the stairs. <laughs> fell down the stairs, then puked. Oh, it was That's bad. Awful. Yeah. That's really good. John? Uh, okay, my number two. So we, uh, this was, um, this was high school. It was the, I guess, last day of school, kind of. Provincials are still happening. So yeah. if you don't live in BC, uh, we used to have standardized exams. So school would end on like, you know, June 
17th, but then until June 25th, there'd be like these standardized exams every day. And if you took certain subjects, you'd have to go in. So I think it was like the last day of provincials, maybe, or, or all my friends had a last provincial. I don't remember, but we, uh, I mean, this one was crazy. So there was this, there's a place I grew up in, in a town called white rock, BC, and we have this place called thousand and one steps, which is, it doesn't have a thousand and one steps, but it's basically this staircase that goes down a cliff to the beach. So it's at Crescent Beach in White Rock. So you kind of drive to like the end of this like dead end road. And then there's all these stairs that like lead down to the beach. And a buddy of ours was insanely drunk and uh, was like kind of like pretty fucked up on the way down. But then I don't know if he drank more at the bottom or what happened, but he got really fucked to the point where we were like, oh, we probably need to take him to the hospital. And oh we had to God. carry him up the stairs, up the stairs, oh. because there's oh. really there was like no other way of getting back yeah. up. So three of us had to carry him up. I would say it's probably something like 250 stairs up this like, and it's cliff, like winding, winding. Oh. And then, yeah. And then we had to take him to the hospital and he was fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a, uh, oh my God, that was a, that was a tough one. Wow. Yeah. Amy? Well, the story when anyone gets intoxicated, you're just a fucking loser. You're a waste. You're a shitty <laughs> friend. Yeah. Getting drunk is not cool. That's what my, I mean, my number one is just, yeah. But what's your number one, Amy? Okay. There, sorry. It's going to get gross again. My that's, number okay, one, that's drunken stories. That's how it works. My number one is very gross. Okay, good. So I was going out for my friend Tamara's uh, bachelorette party. And I think we were in our early twenties at this point too. So it was like one of our first friends to ever get married. And her mom was, her mom came and her two aunts came and then all the girls and we, they rented a limo and we drove out to somewhere like, I think it was like Langley or New West or something. It was male strippers. And we went down in this little dungeon place and I was getting excited and I wanted to buy her mom shots. Cause like, you know, we, we grew up together. Like it was just really exciting, but I didn't know any other shots, but tequila. Oh, like I didn't oh, know no. how to order anything. So I just kept ordering. I'd be like, you want a shot? You want a shot? And then I got so many, we'd had so many tequila shots and truly this, like, it sounds like this happened to me all the time. It didn't like, these are my three stories that pretty much I have. Like this is in my life of like how awful this is. And so I got so shit faced that all of a sudden the night had come to an end. We were getting in a, or not to an end, sorry. We were supposed to go in the limo downtown somewhere. And I sat in the limo. We were all in there tight again, girlfriends, the mom, the two aunts. I was like, I turned to my friend Felicity and I was like, I'm going to puke. And we were driving. Like, there was nothing we could do. I was like sandwiched in. I was in the middle of all these girls in this limo. She hands me a beer box. Oh. I start vomiting so hard in the beer box and so many times that it starts spraying out. Oh, the oh. oh fuck. It's getting on to people and I'm going, I'm crying. I'm bawling <laughs> first too. I'm crying. Of course, of course. Tell them Felicity, tell them I never do this. Tell them. She's like, she never does this. She, she never does this. It's spraying out the bottom. And then I had to go home. Oh no. Her aunt, her aunts did not like that. <laughs> I don't think I've yeah. had a tequila shot in like 10 years. I just, oh. I couldn't, it's just never a good time. It doesn't seem good to me no, in my experience good. of seeing people have them. It doesn't seem good. Um, my number one involves weed also. Um, oh, that's never good. Which is not good. Yeah. So it was, it was college. It was first year. It was near the end of first year. I, uh, had, I think was just about to turn 19 
and it was like during exams, I think. So you had a lot of like free time um, when your exams were over or whatever. And we were drinking and I, didn't, I had like no money. So we had to drink like very cheap beer. So I was drinking Wildcat. Oh, that's which, like 8%. It's right? like 8%. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting. It's awful. Very cool can though. Super cool can. Very cool. It's can. Labatt, right? Labatt. It Wildcat. is, I think, and yeah. it's got the it's got like the cougar on the yeah. on the can. Yeah, very cool. Very cool can. And I I drank like, <laughs> I I drank like six of them like really quick. <sighs> and then we went outside to take bong hits from <laughs> my buddy's four foot tall bong. Sure. Which we had done throughout the year, and it was fine. But <laughs> I hadn't done it after drinking six cans of like malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> And so we come back inside. We're in the little like, uh, you know, like the, the TV. They've got the little like common area. He, my buddy puts the bong down. I get up and I'm like, oh, I need to. I don't think I even said anything. I just got up and I knocked over the bong and it, it shattered. So I broke his four foot bong. Uh, felt awful about that, but maybe it was for the best. <laughs> and then like stumbled to the, the bathroom which is like a big, like common area, sure, bathroom yeah. kind of thing. And I didn't even get to the toilet and I just start like puking all over the floor. And then I'm just like down on my hands and knees, just puking everywhere. And some puke got in like my hair somehow, <laughs> all over my clothes. And I'm just like sitting there in the corner, like rocking back and forth. And my friends are all like helping me and, uh, you know, trying to help me out and stuff. And then <laughs> my buddy comes in and he's got like a really nice camera. And I had told him earlier in the year that if I ever get like really like fucked up. I was like, I want you to take a picture of me. Cause I want to see how bad it looks. <laughs> and he took a picture of me and, I, and then my, you know, my other buddy takes care of me. I, they had like a bathtub there. So I get in the bathtub in like my underpants and I get all cleaned <laughs> up cause I was covered in puke. Uh, and then a few days later, uh, my buddy was like, Hey Stefan, like we got you like the dorm got you like a birthday present and it was like a huge blown up photo of me <laughs> yes. covered in puke and they had all signed the back of it and oh, everything. Yes. it was like wonderful. And I don't know where that picture, I think my friend might have it or it's, or it's gone, you know? Yeah. Uh, cause it moved houses during university and, and we, <laughs> we'd put it up in like, uh, like the mantle and it was like the first thing you'd see when you come into our, our, uh, our house and everything. And it's, I think it's gone now. I'll see if I can find it. It's a really nasty picture. I look like I am dying. Uh, but yeah, that's, which is for you. Oh my you God. Kind of already looked it was, like you're it dying, was insane. So. It was, I mean, just have so much puke. There's so much puke. Um, but yeah, congratulations. Yeah. That's my number one. Uh, all right. My number one is probably the best Tinder rejection I've ever gotten in my entire life. <laughs> Uh, so I remember this is going back. This is from 2014. Uh, so I was, I'd matched with this girl on Tinder and it was like, I think it was a Friday night and, um, it was like probably, I don't remember the exact time of night. It wasn't super late. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was talking to this girl and I, I guess I, maybe I wasn't doing anything that night or whatever. So I had told her that I didn't drink I, or this had somehow come up as we were chatting in the messages. So I only I have two screen caps because I posted it to Facebook back when this happened. So I don't remember all the conversation that came before this, but she found out I didn't drink. And then she says, uh, well, John, listen, you sound like a gem, but you also sound like a much better person than I am. And I said, <laughs> ha ha, this is the weirdest rejection ever. And she said, I don't think you'd be able to put up with me for long. I'd drive you to join me in drunkenness. And I said, I can't imagine that. And she said, I just like to party. That's all. 
And I said, ha, that's fair. I'm not like a loser or something. And she said, no, I don't think you are. But like, I'm a particularly wild individual. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, whatever. Like, you know, we could probably figure it out and make it work. And then she wrote, like, I'm hammered right now. And then she said, I hope you find what you're looking for, but believe me, you don't want to date me. (laughs) And I was like, all right. And then we, and then we unmatched. Good for her. I agree. I hope she's doing okay. I hope she is too. I mean, I was, it was eight years ago almost. So yeah, I hope she's doing well, but uh, (laughs) I just, yeah, it was, it was so, I even remember in the moment, like I, cause originally I was bummed cause I remember thinking like she was pretty cute and I felt like, you know, uh, and I think she was in law school. I feel like I remember that. So I feel like, oh, this girl's cute. She's in law school. I was kind of like, you know, because on Tinder, you don't yeah. often find people that are like that, you know, so I was that are good. Yeah, I feel like I was like kind of excited about it. And then it was just the timing of the like, no, like I'm hammered right now. <laughs> it was like, OK, uh, so, yeah. So that's my uh, my best uh, drunken moment. That was uh, a good so top three. Great top three, Amy. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, joining us on the show. Uh, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh yeah. Um, actually my comedy partner, Ryan Steele and I are starting our own podcast. Hey, awesome. Thank you. Long time coming. And, uh, finally just put it together. So it's called poor little thing, um, or PLT for short. And, uh, we're going to be debuting it sometime in November. So watch out for that. And, uh, please follow us on Instagram, Ryan and Amy show at Ryan and Amy show. There you go. And people can follow you at Amy Ricky G that's me beautiful uh okay great well there you go listen to amy's podcast follow her on instagram and uh yeah again thank you so much for joining us it was a pleasure to finally have you on the show thanks everybody for listening again you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party you can follow us on twitter and instagram at block party pod we'll see you back here next week goodbye goodbye bye